You're listening to the Homegrown Faith Podcast. I'm Joe Clark, and I'm chatting with my fellow pastor and friend, Richard Sweatman, about God, the Bible, and life lived growing our faith in Jesus. This podcast is coming to you from Hunter Bible Church in Newcastle. Hey there, Joe. How are you doing today? I am well, thank you, Richard. Recovering from a slight cold, but never fear, I do not have COVID. <laughs> That's good. How many COVID tests have you had, Joe? Oh, I think it's up around five or six. I've oh, actually really? forgotten. Yeah. Wow. I'm a pretty vigilant tester because my worst fear is to become a super spreader. So I get tested. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't want you to be a super spreader either, Joe, but I appreciate that. I'm on two myself. And, two? Oh, that's pretty good. Uh, yeah. Jen's still on zero. She hasn't had to get tested yet. Wow. That's amazing. She must have a good immune system. Well, or very vigilant with hand washing and so on. But, that's um, that also. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad you're feeling better. Yes. Now, Joe, tell us what's uh, yeah, what's been going on. What's you been thinking about? Oh well, um, I don't always listen to the radio, but Classic FM, ABC Classic FM, has a, um, a voting system at the moment for songs mm-hmm. you can't live without. They're top oh, one hundred really? for the year. Yeah, and um, I thought I'd just participate by not participating on their voting, but just sharing what a song I absolutely adore. Yeah, we're very interested. A, a song you can't live about without. Yes, so um, it's a song by a guy called. Um, Arvo Part, I can't pr- pronounce his name correctly. He's an mm-hmm. es- Estonian guy, and random fact: um, for many years up until 2018, he was the most performed living composer in the world. Um, mm-hmm. So his music is very popular. He's a minimalist composer, and he's written this piece of music back in the 70s called Spiegel im Spiegel, um, which is basically German for mirror in the mirror or mirrors in the mirror which is basically you're meant to be picturing an infinity mirror so there's Mm. an infinity of images being reflected to each other yeah got it um and this piece of music is played it's a minimalist song so it's very simple it goes for a long time 10 minutes (laughs) and it's basically a piano and it was written for a violin but actually as a cellist i prefer the cello of course Mm -hmm. um and it's the most beautiful reflective easy listening song um it's haunting i love it i think two movies i enjoy and as in the soundtracks and so when i'm just having a day where i want to have something beautiful to play in the background this is the song i play and yeah so i'm going to share the link in our show notes and i think everyone should click on it and i'm interested i'm sure our listeners will want to listen to the the song that Joe can't live without. Yeah, well, it's it's one of one of a few. I I do have a few. Do you have a song you can't live without? Uh, no, nothing comes to mind. <laughs> you don't I think mean, that I way c- about music. I could uh, could come up with something, but no. It, yeah, let me reflect on it. Maybe one of these days I'll. Uh, I'll uh, you can come back to us reply. another time. It's funny hearing about you listening to classic FM. Is that your your standard? That's your regular? my standard. Yeah, I love uh, yeah. it. Yeah. Every time I get in our shared car with. Um, Jen has been listening to Classic FM and I switch it over to news radio. It's terrible. And then <laughs> she would get in the car, I'm sure, and I'd go, oh, no, it's on news radio and switch it back to Classic <laughs> FM. As long as I don't hear too many ads and I hear beautiful music, I'm, <laughs> I'm a happy soul. Oh, that's mm. what we want, Joe. That's mm. great. Mm. What about you, Richard? You've been uh, doing learner's lessons still. Yeah, I thought I'd update you and our listeners on how the L lessons are going. <laughs> it was about seven and eight weeks ago. And, um, yeah, it's been fun. We're up to about 10 hours now. Oh, good. So That's pretty good. That, 
two or three two or three of those in a car park mm-hmm. a couple of those just going around a university on the weekend where mm-hmm. there's not much happening and a couple of those at our at the steel river industrial estate up in um oh yes in Warabrook yep. Yep. on the weekend that was hilarious it was just us and like two or three other learners um <laughs> to go to cycling around these streets <laughs> and interestingly uh two or three street racers who were sitting next to their car. And I was fascinated. I was wondering what they were doing. Like, were they setting up for a race the later that night? I mean, they weren't racing at the moment. I was a bit worried they would. That wouldn't work well with learners. But, um, you know, they had their hotted up cars with the spoilers and they were, you know. Did they have their camping chairs out? I didn't see camping chairs. Okay. Oh, are you familiar with the street racing culture? Oh, well, I'm a bit down with the street racing. <laughs> <laughs> no, they used to have a big street racing culture um, or at least like the souped-up cars culture um, yeah. up in the foreshore at Newcastle, at the foreshore. And yeah, yeah. You, you could really tell that they were hardened, you know, souped-up car people when they had their camping chairs out and mm. they'd, they'd settle in for a session of looking yeah. at each other's cars. It looked uh, like the, quite a, like a community. The, these guys looked like they were sussing out the track, although <laughs> people tell me there are other places. But um, you're going to go uh, street race elsewhere. <laughs> yeah, it's not. It's not as part of the New South Wales government sort of safe driving plan. <laughs> and so, have there been? It's there's been progress in skillfulness, and you're feeling yeah, yeah, no, it's harmonious been, it's, with your son. It's been going well. My son is a a, a good driver, a cautious driver. Um, but even so, he goes a little faster than I'd like. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's. I think he he sees himself as cautious, and I, as an experienced driver, just see threats everywhere, like <laughs> this. And so I'm doing a lot of that. Um, my right foot pressing yes. deep into the wheel well thing. <laughs> do you do? Have you done that as a passenger? In a oh yeah. <laughs> so I'm going like, oh, where's yeah, reaching forward. So I have to stop doing that and just chill <laughs> out a bit. But um, yeah, where he sees safety, I just see kids running out from behind caravans or people <laughs> running red lights or car doors being flung open. I'm just, you know, seeing all those everywhere. But yeah, yeah. we'll have a few of those moments. So you haven't had any um, rip-roaring fights? No, no right. rip-roaring fights, yes. Yeah, good. Quite possible. I think it's notorious <laughs> in driving lessons. That's right. But not yet, just a just a, a right foot pressing into the wheel well and a bit of <laughs> Uh, but, uh, yeah, when we went for an hour's drive last week and my uh, younger son said, oh, an hour's drive, were you bored? And I said, no, it was an adrenaline rush the whole time. <laughs> Anything but bored. <laughs> an adrenaline rush at 70 k's an hour. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's it. Oh, that's it. funny. Oh, that's yeah. funny. So and, that's my story. Uh, well, that's that's good. I look forward to hearing more news uh, down the track, <laughs> a successful learner's license. Permit, Hopefully. Uh, I mean, a PE's license. Yeah, yeah. So you've been reading the Psalms. Yeah, I got into this thing I thought I'd share with you and our listeners. I was hearing a podcast. It was an interview with Tim Keller, actually, um, who's always great to listen to on on podcasts, and he shared that he had a habit of reading through the Psalms in a month uh, regularly, and, like, this was something out of the Book of Common Prayer. Mm. Now, probably many of our listeners are thinking, what, how could you not know about this, Richard? But um, add that. Many things I don't know about, but apparently in the Book of Common Prayer, which is a, an old book in the Anglican Church, there's a system of reading through the Psalms in a month. And I, I found it on the internet. I've got a little printout of reading four or five Psalms in the morning and um, two, three, four, five Psalms in the evening uh, over 30 days. 
all nicely spaced out, so you're reading roughly the same number of verses each uh, each week. And mm. apart from each day, apart from Psalm 119, you do you know, that's the only psalm that's yes. broken up. Yeah. And I thought, oh wow, this is interesting. I'd like to give it a go. And so I am halfway through reading through <laughs> the psalms in a month. That sounds great. And it is uh, it is good. Like obviously, it's time consuming. Yes. Um, and I'm not great in the evening. So <laughs> my evening reading is often semi conscious. Um, but I like the fact that the Book of Common Prayer has decided what I need to be reading at that time. And, <laughs> and you're obeying. I can chart it off and I'm, yep. yeah, and I can run with it. So uh, halfway through, enjoying it. I think it's been good for me spiritually. There's not really any doubt about that. Mm. And, um, Oh, I think I'll just keep going until I feel like stopping. So that's that's my plan. Wow. Um, thought I'd share my reading for him this morning. Psalm 97 was one mm-hmm. of the Psalms. Mm-hmm. I had to read Psalm 95 to 97 this morning. And verse 10 just struck me, uh, which is Psalm 97, verse 10, reading from the CSB. You who love the Lord hate evil. He protects the lives of his faithful ones. He rescues them from the power of the wicked. Mm. And uh, the thing that struck me there is, that idea of hating evil. Uh, I think my default position is I need to not do evil. Uh, mm. It's more about the action is mm. probably where this is the front of the, my, my mind in terms of that ethic. But here is our emotional response to evil, a, a passion um, that we are to hate evil. And mm. so on that verse, I was challenged, don't just, the job is not done if you don't do evil. I mean, mm. obviously I do evil all the time, but the, that's not the job is not done. The job is about not only not doing evil but hating evil. Mm-hmm. So, um, and I love that yeah. it's phrased in a way that's about um, loving the Lord. That, that's coming out of having a love for the Lord. Yeah, like, yeah. That that it's an expression of the relationship we have with God. Mm. Yeah, love and hate in the both same verse: loving God, hating mm. evil. Mm. So, um, yeah, I just saw that. And, well, yeah, that's good. I need to take that on board. Mm. And just the second part of that verse is good. Uh, he protects the lives of his faithful ones. Mm. Mm. And I'm, I mean, I'm not in danger of anyone coming after to kill me or anything like that. But in terms of just, you know, that sense of, uh, of um, feeling overwhelmed or mm. life is too much or um, there's too much pressure and stress or something, just that little word of protection mm. was comforting for mm. me. And, mm. um, it's definitely a truth we need to be reminded of again and again, isn't it? That yeah. We have a God who is looking to our interests all the time in a positive way and, mm. yeah, shielding us and protecting us and caring for us. And mm. Yeah, we forget that truth so often. Mm. Um, so, yeah, regular reminders of that mm. I think is what we need. Yeah. And so how would one access this run sheet for reading the, the Psalms in a month? Yeah, well, I'll post something on, on the website. Okay, and it's yeah. a little printable PDF, and I've literally yeah. printed out a bookmark size little thing. And just have it in your Bible. And got it in my Bible, in the Psalms, pull it out and try to think, oh, where am I? Morning, evening, whatever, and uh, off I go. That's all, I, yeah, that's that's, all it is. Yeah. That is very doable. <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's a bit of, it feels like a bit of a challenge, you know, yeah. like the the – 12-week body transformation or the 30-day prayers of purpose <laughs> or something like that. So I think 
humanly, a lot of us re- do respond to challenges like that. So yeah. that's part of what's going on. That's exactly right. Yeah. But uh, will this turn into a habit over the years, over the decades? I don't know, but um, I'm going to try. Yeah. Oh, that's great, Richard. Well, that's really good. But, um, yeah, and uh, how about you, Joe? Have you been reading something, learning yes. something? Yes, I've been reading a book. I'm only partway through it, halfway through, mm-hmm. um, and mainly because it's, it's a heavy book. Um, mm-hmm. It's a book called Held, H-E-L-D. It's an awkward word to say, Held. Um, yep. and it's written by Abby Wedgworth, a lady in the UK. It's published by the Good Book Company, who mm-hmm. I, I really think it often publishes really good quality stuff. Yeah. And it's some um, 31 biblical reflections on God's comfort and care in the sorrow of miscarriage. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> when, I, when I first saw this cover um, online at the start of the year, I thought, oh, my goodness, this might be the book I've been looking for. Um, mm. Miscarriage is very common and the women of our church um, will sometimes share that they've, they've had a miscarriage recently or in, long in the past. Um, and I've wanted uh, something to give a woman, particularly if, if she's wrestling with that or if she's experienced it, and this book looked good and mm. it has proven to be very, very good. Um, it's what it says it's going to be, which is biblical reflections, So it's, mm-hmm. but it also has for each day, um, so it's 31 days, for each day there's a section where it points you to Scripture, so it's a little um, sort of page or two of reflection. Yeah. Some scripture, often Old Testament and New Testament, but not mm-hmm. necessarily. Um, some re- reflection questions, um, a way, some guidance for prayer and a little space to journal. Um, it's not a big book, though, and I don't think it expects lots of meaty, meaty stuff, more just yeah. it's giving you permission or opportunity to, to guide your thinking. Um, and I, I like where she, where she points. So she acknowledges grief, but she also acknowledges God's sovereignty and God's kindness mm. and um, to us, and uh, I've I've had to go really slowly because it's brought me to tears. This book has really oh, helped really? me to understand absolutely. Um, and what I think I would recommend is um, if someone's had a miscarriage, I've, I've spoken to a few women I gave the book to, and they said yes, it was helpful for some of them. They couldn't really get through it, but it was helpful mm-hmm. for for a bit of a read, which I think means it's worth giving to someone, even if they don't finish the book, just to have a little something there if they needed to. Yeah. Um, but another woman said, as soon as I opened it and started reading, I started crying because it was, it was just something that prompted me to, you know, to think and to 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 go to God. So I think for the women who've read it and who've talked to me about it, they've said it, it was quite good. Mm. Um, but I think it's also it would be good for someone who hasn't had a miscarriage to read. So uh, I'll yeah. just read a few little reflections. This is from day ten, yeah, where thank God, you. where God says um, He is a very present help. So a reference to Psalm 139, verses 7 to 10. Um, Grief can have this effect. It consumes our energy, making our baseline overwhelmed so that picking up a spoon can feel like lifting a dumbbell. When we feel like that, how do we function? Where do we get the strength to get out of bed, to complete the tasks at work, to fold a mound of laundry that seems like a mountain, to care for a totally dependent toddler, or to prepare a meal when it feels like chaos has overtaken the kitchen and we don't even know where to start? Or maybe for you, grief has had the opposite effect. Instead of feeling stuck to the starting blocks, you're thrown yourself into a full sprint. Rather than being overwhelmed, you're stuck in an adrenaline fueled overdrive, determined not to fall behind or depending on busyness, to distract yourself from feelings you're afraid to feel. 
but no one can sprint forever. That burst of adrenaline will eventually wear off. The presence of the Lord offers the strength you need, whether that's the strength to begin or the strength to endure. Mm. God's presence is not only a source of comfort, but also a source of help. And it continues um, on. But as you can hear, she speaks into the experience of grief, which I think is how I read it and thought, yes, this is exactly how grief has felt for me. And encouragement to move to the presence of the Lord and thinking, yeah, that God is always in my presence and that I'm indwelt by the Spirit. Um, But um, I'm so thankful that he is the help I need. And it it goes on to um, talk about the psalm, but then it's really great. It, It moves to the New Testament. So I'll just read a little bit from her there. Yeah. She moves to Jesus. She says, Jesus himself declares in John 15 verse 5 that apart from him we can do nothing. We are always dependent on his strength and help for our very lives. Grief simply makes us more aware of our need. Yeah, what a great quote that is. Mm. Mm. So I can see like a book like this would, yeah, really draw out our emotions and yeah, yeah, yeah I think be helpful so. in that. It's very consciously written to women, and mm-hmm. I, at times I felt, oh, I would love um, a companion book written appropriately for, for men who've lost a child or men yeah. loving someone who has lost a child. Um, uh, but I, I just think, um, yeah, I really recommend it. Um, I haven't finished it, of course, so it's a, it's a partial recommend in that way. I can't <laughs> stand by every yep. word, but she, she's shown herself to be a good theologian and a, a very thoughtful pastor in the book. So, um, yeah. Well, thank you so much for sharing mm. uh, with us that book, Held by Abby Wedgworth. Yes. Uh, what a great resource and, uh, yeah, great work from on her part to yeah. Yeah, help, um, help people, especially women, um, in, uh, in this experience of grief. Mm. Yeah. Well, we are coming to the end of our time. Yes, so, um, we are. Yeah, it's been great chatting about songs, the song you can't live with without. So I need to think about that myself. <laughs> Driving Lessons, Psalms in a Month, and uh, a great book on uh, on grief and miscarriage. Mm. Um, I thought uh, thought we'd just share with our listeners that, um, especially if you're not from our church, Hunter Bible Church, uh, that uh, we're actually in the midst of a building campaign at the moment. Yes. Uh, Hunter Bible Church has been running for 30 years without its own building and occupied all sorts of uh, locations, okay. even now. Um, yeah, Joe's recording from home. I'm recording from a from a studio cobbled together in one of our other venues. But um, it looks like we are in the uh, very close to purchasing a mm. um, a building that would be just fantastic for ministry, mm. uh, sharing the gospel, um, media projects like this one. And uh, so we thought, like, if you're um, all our regulars will be thinking prayerfully about giving to the building fund. But if you're listening from outside, and if you would like to express your Support of our podcast by in 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 this way, um, we'd love for you to to uh, prayerfully consider giving to our building fund mm. uh, to enable us to uh, yeah purchase and renovate and develop this site. Yeah, yeah, it's a very exciting season. I've just seen God provide in so many so many ways. A site that we're really excited about, and so yeah, I'm really thankful we've got this opportunity. Yeah, mm. so we'll put uh, a link there in the show notes, and mm. uh, yeah, appreciate any way you can help. Mm. But, uh, yeah, we'll finish up there, I think, Joe. Yeah. Good to talk to you, Richard. I'll talk to you next week. See you next time. Bye. Bye.